All right. We are back with yet another member. Yet another member of Hunter Majesty's Secret Podcast and the White Rocket family, Kathy Bright. Kathy, how are you today? Hey, I'm very good. How are you? Good, good. And my understanding is you have seen No Time to Die. I just got back from the movies. That's what we want to hear. We're rolling. It's funny. The last person, I think, in our whole crowd that's going to end up seeing it is Jared, because I think he's seeing it Tuesday, tomorrow, as we record this. So, um, yeah. I've given my instant reaction. We had the rogue agents on, other than Jared, yesterday to give their instant reaction. And now I want to get yours. So we're going to keep this uh, relatively concise and sweet. We're going to save any spoilers till the very end if there's anything spoilerific that you want to put in there. But for right now, walking out of the theater, what are your general impressions of this movie overall and anything you particularly want to note? It's been a minute since I've seen the Craig movies because, you know, I've started my rewatch and I haven't made it to the Craig films yet. But um, I think this is my favorite Craig. I think it's my favorite Craig movie. Yeah, fair enough. So um, without getting into specific details and spoilers, what made this one so good? Uh, And that's why I said adrenaline, because I feel like the action scenes were incredible. There were lots of them very intense, Mm a couple very scary, like... I was literally frightened during some of the action scenes um, and very emotional movie without any spoilers, lots of emotions involved. So good, good roller coaster. <laughs> I felt like, and I want to see what you think about this. I felt like this one was a deeper movie than the other Craig ones, maybe than any of the Bond movies. This was more like a deep drama in some cases as opposed to a Bond action with a little bit of emotion sprinkled in as on the top. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. It, uh, what's the word I want to say? Very, um, I can't think of the word I want to use. Very, kind of along the lines of intense, but very um, playing with someone's mind. What's the word I'm looking for? Manipulative? That, I mean, kind of. That's a, good, that's a good way to look at it. But it's very um, internal. Is that a good word? Like, it's not all surface level. I guess, like, like, just a different way to say it, like you're saying. It's very deep. It's very, the emotions hit this movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So, we're going we're gonna to save any spoilers for the very end, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get to, like, like, how would you compare this one in general to, like, Skyfall or Spectre just before it that made it different? Because I think we agree that it's a different kind of movie than those. Yeah. I don't know, because those had a lot of psychological kind of aspects to them as well. I don't know. I mean, could it have just been as simple as we knew this was Craig's last film? So we went in having a different idea of how the movie was going to be? I don't know. Okay. Well, I detected things like the dialogue was a little sharper. It seemed more like real people in a lot of cases as opposed to characters in the previous movies. I felt like maybe Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who did a lot of the – who helped with the screenplay that wasn't on the other ones maybe. so I do remember uh, making a mental note in one of the scenes. I'm like, this is actually a conversation between two people. Not just, you know, exactly. yeah, so yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly, exactly. What about the villain? How would you rank the, the, and there's a couple, I guess, but how would you rank the villain in this movie compared to the previous ones, the, to the Craig ones? Um, 
I adore him. He plays villainy well because I have seen him in several other things and he's he has that. And maybe that's what I meant by like in his scenes, I was generally frightened. Mm. He and I don't know, he just scares me. And in a mm. like in a subtle way, because he's not like flamboyant like some villains are. He's very quiet. He's just, I just, I think he did an incredible job. He scared the crap out of me. <laughs> well, that's what we want from a Bond villain, isn't it? From a good Bond exactly, villain. Exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> right, right. I, I think we probably should go to spoiler space here for just a minute and get our last few thoughts in. But is there anything else that you want to say, just in general kind of overview about this movie, that would like recommend it to people to go see it or not if they had any doubts about it? I think you have, I mean, even if you have reservations you have to, to complete the Craig films. I mean, I don't think you're going to be disappointed unless you go in wanting and looking to be disappointed, mm -hmm. which people do. I don't understand that when people go spend money for movies. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but I, I don't see how anybody cannot enjoy it. Well, here's a question I asked the rogue agents yesterday, and I'll ask you the same thing. There were, there were at least a couple of reviewers that I saw, and I didn't read any reviews until I'd seen the movie. After mm -hmm. I saw the movie, then I'm like, well, I wonder what other people think because I know what I think. Right. And a couple of them were like, this movie should be the end of the James Bond series. There's nothing left to say now. It's done. And the rogue agents yesterday took great exception to that. And, and my position was, well, if you don't want any, if you, whoever you are, don't want any more James Bond movies, then, then don't go to see any more James Bond movies. Leave them alone for the rest of us. Do, mm -hmm. Where do you come down on that? I want to say in the middle. I mean, I understand. Let me say it this way. It seems like it's an end for James Bond, but not for 007. Okay. So I don't know how... I don't know how you can have one without the other. Okay. I don't want it to be an end because I love these movies, mm -hmm. but me personally not having reading any of the having read any of the novels, I do have a concern of where you go from here. Okay, fair enough. So let's go into the spoiler space now because I have a couple of questions for you along those lines for sure. I think we've I think I've found what I'm looking for to ask you now. So do -do 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 -do. we're going into the spoiler space. If you haven't seen the movie yet, eject, eject for the love of all that's holy, eject because I'm about to spoil. All right, now we are we are. If you're if you're still listening now, then it's you just on. It's on you. It's not on me or Kathy. All right, so Kathy, so let's talk about that ending then. So. I'm yeah. a wreck. I'm I, such I, a wreck right now. <laughs> so well, what we were just talking about, now that we can actually say it, it, do we look at it now as that when Daniel Craig came onto this series, it created the Daniel Craig James Bond universe where he basically was just starting out again, and therefore have we closed his arc and we can kind of take those movies and set them aside. There's your Daniel Craig James Bond. You can watch him beginning to end and get a whole story, and now we start all over again with a new James Bond the way we did with you know Sean Connery in 1962 or something. Or, or do you feel like the story's been told and let's just have a different character like as a like maybe we could have the lady who's 007 for most of this movie let her do it. I, I mean where, where do you come down on that now that I've been more specific yeah um well that and that's my concern I definitely think this is a perfect wrap-up for Craig and I think and I honestly based off just rumblings I've heard prior to the release of this movie 
I think that is their plan is to make like go in a completely different direction with the mm-hmm. character. Again, whether it, I, I'm assuming it's just going to be a double O just like she was versus mm-hmm. James Bond 007. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's the only, well, and what did confuse me though, is because I know uh, just listening to the on her majesty secret podcast that I thought this is what confused me is that Craig was kind of almost like a little bit of a prequel. Like he was supposed to be like young starting out James Bond. So now that this ending has me confused. I'm like, but wait, (laughs) no, that's why I say that this is almost like its own separate James Bond universe of movies Mm-hmm. that don't really connect to the ones before it and don't necessarily have to connect to the ones after it. Yeah, but the connections they did make mm-hmm. are what broke me. <laughs> well, and let me ask you this then, because, yeah, I was we were talking about this yesterday, that the, the, the two previous movies, the Mendez movies, Skyfall and Spectre, in those, it was like Mendez was saying, look, I know a bunch of James Bond history, and I'm just going to throw it out there. Whereas in this movie, Fukunawa's history was like critically important to the story, right? It seemed like it was, it was much more relevant. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. If you have not seen On Her Majesty's Secret Service, you're clueless. <laughs> yeah, that one is big about it, right? But it's interesting, yeah, because it calls back to On Her Majesty's Secret Service. It also calls back to the previous uh, Craig movies like it caught there's a you know there's a bit at the beginning about about Vesper mm-hmm. and um, and then of course you know the whole thing with um, with Leah Sadu is that her character is the daughter of Mr. White who is such a big deal in the first two and then Inspector so they're all right. so interconnected you know it's really is, is this the way you would prefer Bond to be or did you like the old classic standalone ones kind of better because it's different. Yeah, uh, maybe a little of both. I mean, when it when they are standalone, it can be confusing. I guess they need to pick a lane and stick <laughs> with it. <laughs> like, I need them either to be all connected or I need none of them to be connected. You know? Because right. okay. especially, like, I haven't, I mean, I'm a huge Bond fan. I've been watching them ever since I'm a kid. I'm not one who watches them five, six, ten times a year like some of the agents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, some of the details probably even slip past me in, you know, this movie. I think the only reason I caught some of them is because I have been, you know, rewatching them Mm -hmm. more recently. But yeah, I just need them to decide because it's, it's hard to focus on like, Oh, was that something I should know? Like, Mm -hmm. is that something from a past movie that I should have known about? Like, so it's, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of always keeps you on your toes, I guess. Well, that was always an issue with the 60s and 70s ones especially, was that it, it did just enough to make you think they were connected, but then it wouldn't be all the way connected the way you'd think. It would be un- illogical. Right. And it was so well, and that's always been everybody's question. Yeah. Is it... Yeah. Is it... Is James Bond the only 007? Are there other 00... Like, is it the character or mm-hmm. is it the man? You know what I'm saying? Right. Is it the Absolutely. or is it the man? Yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree, agree. Any other thoughts, spoiler or otherwise, about this movie before we wrap up? Anything else you really want to get out there to people that have maybe that, that have seen it now and you Hmm. I'm still processing. Yeah. <laughs> I cried <Yeah>. a lot. 
Well, what was what 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 got you the most emotional? Tell me that. I mean, it was probably at the beginning when he said, you know, the line, mm. and now of course it just completely escaped my brain. We have all the time in the world. Is that the yes? One thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then when they played that song at the end, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And man. I and I mean, honestly, I wasn't even that super attached to that movie at the time, but like just hearing that all come back and it's like seeing the effect it had on him. It was just, uh, it was so good. <laughs> I'm really surprised that they made it all the way. I mean, the movie's been on the shelf, <clears throat> excuse me, on the shelf almost two years. Mm-hmm. And I'm really surprised that they made it this long. And I, for one, never heard anything about the ending. I didn't know right. that that ending was coming. Yeah. I, do we know that? Well, didn't they just read? Because you know, I've seen some um, video and stuff on social media lately with like the wrap up. Do you think they could have more recently filmed hmm. that ending, That's and like maybe something else was planned prior to? Certainly possible. Yeah, certainly possible that they did a switcheroo. They even had like they could have even had fake script pages. We know the the Marvel mm-hmm. stuff has done that. So yeah, yeah, could be. But I'm I'm very curious where where we go for here from here. Mm. I, when are, how long are we gonna have to wait for announcements on? No doubt. What the plan is? I know I'm trying to decide how long do I want to dwell on this movie, and we still got to do our big roundtable review and everything. Versus mm-hmm. how when do I get to start speculating on the next Bond? Because one way <laughs> or another, regardless of how this movie ended, we know that Daniel Craig is done. Right. And and so I'm ready to start welcoming aboard a, uh, Aiden Turner, if that's the case. <laughs> or, or Sam Hewen. <laughs> or, who, or Sam, whoever we end up with, uh, as long as it's one of those two. Um, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we see eye to eye on that. All right, all right, Kathy. Well, a I appreciate hobbit, it. A hobbit, or a hobbit or a Highlander. <laughs> a Highlander or a Highlander. I like it. I like it. It's great. Those two guys are awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on board, and hopefully we'll get you back on when we do our one of our big roundtables because we're probably going to do several, at least a couple of group uh, reviews. We got to keep this thing going for a little while longer since it's our. I, t- I told because uh, Alan's is coming, folks, and I told Alan this is our Super Bowl, so we got to drag, we got to milk this thing for all it's worth. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I would, I would love to join. That would be fun. You got it. I'm all, all right. I'm gonna- it was emotional for you. It was powerful. It, it sent you come running out of the theater to talk to us. And that's, I that's did. What, I, I sent you a text. I sent Jason a text. I'm like, I need a live stream now. I need to talk about this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we were available to do it. and We'll get it out there. This is our third installment. And hopefully we'll get Jared tomorrow, maybe, and uh, get the whole gang together soon. All right. So we're going to cut you I, loose. I, and I, we'll, can't, I can't wait to hear his thoughts. You got it. All righty. On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, we'll return very soon. This has been a White Rocket Entertainment Production.